Wham, blam. Salutations, my friends. And thank you for tuning in to a very special edition of Factions of Freedom. This is actually a emergency transmission. Uh, you may have noticed that a lot of the information surrounding Jeffrey Epstein is being swamped. It's being put under uh, and deliberately distracted from by the mainstream media. I actually have uh, Lori Alexander of the Underground Resistance Network joining me to talk about a lot of the curiosities uh, exposing uh, Epstein's elite hierarchy and, and so much more. Uh, and I just want to say, before we get all excited and get started, Lori, it is always a pleasure and always an honor having you on. Thank you, my friend, for joining us. Oh, it is always a pleasure to sit in with you. I look forward to these. They are too few, too few and far between, and we have to do something about that. I know. I know. We, uh, I know. we, we have so much work to do. I, I, th- we can't even... We're not even going to get into it with the audience, but yes, Lori, we have so much work to do. Uh, let's just get started. That's the simplest thing I can say. You guys are going to understand why Lori is just like, she, she's the cornerstone. She's the Rosetta Stone. The simplest thing to say, I missed you. That's, <laughs> I missed you, Lori. Well, I think I got my cheesiness moment out of there. Uh, either that and we've been disconnected. That's kind of how these things happen. Uh, she'll be joining us again here shortly. Did I'm you get disconnected, Lori? I did. You know that always happens with us. Yeah, I wish I could say I'm surprised. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, that'll probably happen a few more times during the broadcast, but we'll we'll overcome it. Well, it's, you know, I, I think this is important to get on record because we're going to be talking about Jeffrey Epstein, uh, child sex trafficking, human trafficking. Um, and if we have time, I'm sure we'll bleed into things like satanic ritual abuse and the occult aspect of this. But do you, I don't know if you remember, but me and you, we, we interviewed Fritz Springmeier, who authored the book Bloodlines of the Illuminati. And then like a few weeks after that, we ended up having on somebody who was a survivor of ritual of satanic ritual abuse. Do you remember that? I do. Her name is Chris. I'm still friends with her on Facebook. She's still a victim. She's still being victimized. Um, she's recently gotten married, and the we've discovered that the man who uh, who married her, who um, started to get close to her a couple of years back, um, was uh, now is now her handler. So she's in deeper now than she was even when we oh, wow. even when we uh, we spoke with her. And so. I, 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 the one of one of the reasons I just wanted to get this with with this particular topic, um, you know, just to timestamp stuff. Information's coming out about how uh, Epstein has two dungeons on this island, and on, on on one of the actual islands, or actually one of the actual entrances, you can see what looks to be like a a picnic table or what some people are calling like a temple, right outside of it. And the reason I'm trying to make these connections. Uh, is because people don't understand the epidemic that is human trafficking, that is that is satanic ritual abuse. Uh, we've had on Dr. John A. King. He's uh, an, an anti an anti human trafficking expert uh, based out there in Texas. And I've asked him, you know, when we had him on, John, Dr. King, like when you're coming up on these crime scenes, whenever you guys and your team are helping rescue some of these children, are there any occult symbols or any any rituals in these actual areas. And he says, you know, I don't want to give out too information, too much information, but yeah, 
And so I think what people need to understand is when we're dealing with this particular subject matter, we're, gonna, we're, we're basically talking about evil running amok. I, I just feel like I need to set the premise for what, for, for all of it, because you have people, um, and this is where, this is where your information comes in. You have people saying that uh, Jeffrey Epstein is being used as intelligence. And I'm like, does that, does, does, so, so what, just because he's being used for intelligence that justifies human trafficking? Here's my problem with that. Okay. Now, yeah, and I'm hearing the same thing. People are seeing he's being used as intelligence. Um, I hear people say, "Oh, he's he's been blackmailing these people for forever." Here's the thing about that, guys. If you don't, if you're not doing anything wrong, you can't be blackmailed. It, bottom line. So the fact that supposedly he's blackmailing these people means that there's something going on to be used against them as blackmail. All right, because we know that uh, Epstein got a sweet deal the, the, the first time around. Um, and that was thanks to the federal government. OK, um, so that, let's put that straight out there. OK, I don't even want to hear people say that that it's whole, this blackmail. Second, I, I know for a fact that Epstein was cut loose. He got that killer deal for a purpose. And that was pro most likely to gain more intelligence from the people around him. Yes. Now, if you, if you dig into his background, okay, he has ties to Israel, the Israeli government. Uh, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's father, Robert Maxwell, uh, was reportedly a Mossad, uh, Mossad spy. So, I mean, she's, she's deep in that whole thing. I, I do, if you want to get, if you want to do the whole uh, handler thing, I would say her, she's, my, my bet's on her being his handler, of course, um, and the handler of all the girls that she procure, pro procures for him. But here's the thing is, this, this uh, time around with, with Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, it is not about exposing him. It's not about bringing him to justice. It's not about who's behind it or who he's going to now, who's, who's involved. This is about the, uh, the exposing of the entire organization, the entire, um, I want to say the entire rabbit hole of human trafficking, of organ, um, organ, har organ harvesting. That's what this is all about. And of course, that, that leads into the satanic ritual abuse or the SRA, because, um, you know, I, I've talked to you about my theory and, um, you know, some of these people, some of these individuals, um, they become the victims. I mean, I have a lot of people when I'm talking about the girls, when I'm talking about Virginia Roberts or one of the other girls, they're like, where are their parents? Well, one of the two things, either their parents are getting paid off or they're runaways. And we all know what happens to runaways. They, they are, you know, by far the most victimized uh, group of people out there. So, I mean, this is deeper than, than Epstein. Epstein is just the scab to the uh, flesh-eating virus below. You know, I, I had this, um, hearing you talk about the parents, it's like, where are the parents? Like, there has to be some level of involvement. You know, you could look at what's going on in, in, in current news today. Uh, you have a, a transgender person trying to have a 
topless swimming party with 12 year olds. And so the only way that type of stuff can, can happen is if the parents give consent, if the parents take their child right. to this event. It's the same thing with this. The parents right. have to give consent because there's information coming out now regarding Epstein where he's saying that he lost interest once they once they lost their braces. Now think about that. Think yeah. about the 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 level yeah. of of perversion that that he's willing to be at to 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 admit that. You see. Yeah, and and the people that are involved in it. I mean, it, you think about this. This has been this has been silenced for so long. There, but when you look at it, uh, you know, piece by piece, there are so many people that have either uh, been a part of it, um, been paid off, or are just complacent. All right, let's take just let just the island, okay? Just the the mainland, the major, uh, uh, the Virgin Islands where Lolita Express um, parks or uh, lands, um, you know, the, the airport there. Um, so you have a plane full of young girls. Now, it's reported that he dressed them in college, uh, you know, sweatshirts and stuff to, I don't know, maybe give the illusion of them being a little bit older. I don't know what that was for. But so you have, you know, not only you have the pilot. Okay, so the pilot's silent on this. But then you've got the the the, the steward staff um, that serves them. Then you've got you know let's let's talk about the the terminal people. You've got you know the townspeople. You you know everybody knew what happened on the island, but yet nobody came forward. Not one person came forward. You're seeing dozens of children getting off these planes on a on, on a regular basis. And we're not talking about the same kids. We're talking about different kids all the time getting off of these airplanes and nobody thought this was weird enough. Nobody thought this was, you know, they should report it. I mean, that goes to show that either they are complacent with it. They're okay with it. Or they, you know, they're scared to come forward or that the people that they're going to go tell are part of it too. I would say it's more line. I would, I would say it's more line uh, with that one. You know, that, that just makes me think of things like the Hampstead case. Uh, where you have right. two children coming out saying, you know, it was the policeman, it was the librarian, uh, it was the teacher, yes. uh, it was it was the person at the supermarket, it was all these people because you're right, they're complicit, they're involved. Yeah, it doesn't matter what level, okay? You know, if if you turn your turn your uh, blind eye to a child, um, you know. Come on, everybody, everybody on the mainland would has said that, you know, they called it uh, pedophile, pedophile island. They called it, uh, you know, all these names that they knew what was going on there. OK, now now you got to go to a different level because he lives on an island, DJ, an island, which means everything has to be brought there from from somewhere. And everything has to be built there. So now you've got, you know, the people that that uh, he's bought the materials from. Now you've got the people that actually did the the work on the island. They know what's there. And again, complacency. You might as well say that you're okay with it. Yep. Silence is compliance, as far as I'm concerned. And when it comes to this type of stuff, this like what more evidence do you need? You know, like I, I looked. Uh, right. There were they tried to whitewash it with some of the information that came out uh, with his pilot that they, they gave you pictures of the infamous Lolita express and it just looked too clean. It looked, it looked way too clean. Uh, the pilot 
the he looked he looked like a drone. He didn't look like a real person. Everything just looked like it was presented for you. You see, and this is if anything, of course this, it was. It, of course, it was it sanitized? Everything we everything we're seeing right now has been sanitized by the mainstream media. We're not we're seeing uh, exactly what they want us to see, and nothing more. Nope, you're right. I mean, I'm uh, pulling up for the uh, for our for our audio listeners. I'm pulling up for our video uh, viewers a picture of the of the of the pilot, and he just looks kind of like a creep. He looks like he would probably partake in some of the pedophilia and some of whatever debauchery went on. You know, and hearing Lori explain all these things, you know that for a while, or if the whole time it went down, everybody was involved. This isn't something that can happen like willy nilly. Like, oh, look at this guy bringing in underage children. This is a whole operational thing. Like people, people know what's going on. You have to, even the IT guy that Epstein hired talked about how he saw all kinds of child pornography trying to set up service to protect Epstein. So again, that's just it, right. It's the way that people answer things that give you that alluding uh, to understand what's going on with the actual hierarchy, you know, and, and the insights that you have that we'll be getting into here shortly. I think it just crystallizes it perfectly because the, what we're seeing with Epstein isn't just the arrest. Like you said before, it is just, it's, it's showing all that it's showing just how everybody's a part of it. It's showing the, the, the compliance within the system that tolerates human trafficking and child sex trafficking. Exactly. And, you know, um, you know, when you're ready for me to, to get into that part of it, I, I will. And it's just um, the level. I mean, it's the level of evil, as you said, at the, at the top of the show. Um, it just. I'm peeling back the layers like a, like an onion, just digging at this. And I have to consciously keep myself focused because I could just go off and, and you know, go into other things. And, and I do. I, I have things that I'm, I'm working on right now that are, they go back to the 1980s. Oh, man. I I could chat your ear. Uh, you know me. <laughs> You, you know me when it comes to like the occult and all of this stuff, I'm, I'm always, it seems like I'm going farther back to understand like the roots of it for some strange reason. Oh, well, I, they say in order, in order to understand the future, you have to go back in time. I can connect the hippie movement of the sixties to the uh, satanic movement that we see happening today. It's crazy. And that, yeah. that, 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 yeah. that would have to be a whole separate transmission, but it's, it's very real. <laughs> Uh, all all of these connections because it's a gradual thing, you know. We didn't just end up here, you know. We, we didn't just end up with all this human trafficking taking place. Like Bill Clinton didn't just magically get in the no, of office. Not. I mean, uh, with 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 just what happened in Arkansas a few weekends ago. Uh, Lynn's uh, what is it's like Linda Collins Smith. She was one of the senators there. She was investigating human trafficking. Uh, it was her as well as Hillary Rodham Clinton's brother who were killed within like yes. weeks of each other who were investigating right. human trafficking and no one's talking about that. Hillary Clinton's brother died investigating human trafficking and no one's talking about that. Right. That again, that right. just shows. I mean, this, and this goes to, and this goes to Seth, Seth rich, Seth rich was, you know, the, with the whole pizza gate was Seth rich. Um, you know, we're talking, um, I think even Breibart had something that he was looking into as far as the human trafficking um, right before he was, he died, Mr. You know, so um, Max, um, 
Max, what's his name? Max. Max, oh. Max Kaiser. Um, no, uh, he died. Uh, he died a couple of years ago. I interviewed um, Nicholson about him. Uh, Max, I could see him too. Dark hair, short hair. Uh, he supposedly had the the black goo in him when he died. Um, oh gosh, I can't think of his name. Anyways, he he was uh, in the process of releasing information about uh, human trafficking and pedophilia. Chester Bennington, Isaac same was thing. Isaac Cappy? Uh, oh, that's another one. Isaac Cappy also. Um, let me get. Let me find his name for you guys. Um, Max. He died a couple of years ago. Uh, Max Spears. Um, Max Spears. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, he was, he was in the process of releasing the information for that. Um, you know, you've got, um, like I said, you've got people like, uh, like Breibert that was, um, Seth Rich. There was a couple more that were in the process. Oh, uh, oh Chester Bennington was one and Chris, Chris Cornell was another one. Same thing. Um, let's see, uh, we could get into, um, uh, Anthony Bourdain, another one, had connections with human trafficking yep. and and pedophilia. All of these people, you know, you when you look at at their associations, when you look at the ties of the people that they're associated with, and then the circumstances surrounding their deaths, you can't ignore it. Yeah, it, it, everybody yeah. always ends up getting suicided. Yeah. Absolutely. Anybody who's anybody who speaks out against this um, is, is suicided. I was listening to a video, yes, last night. Um, I don't know if, I, if, if you watch him, but it's um, Mr. Cadi. And Mr. Cadi was talking about uh, Seth Rich and his death and the, the numerology, the gematria around his death. And he was the way he said it, he said that... Um, Oh boy, I just got to. Mm. What oh, did he say? Yeah. I totally brain fart. Oh, I they hit me with something. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, totally forgot what I was going to say about Mr. Cat Eye, and Gematria, I just watched it yesterday. Isn't that craziness? The Gematria surrounding around Seth Rich, Rich's death. Oh, what? um, he was talking about um Hillary Clinton's um. Her campaign slogan was um, stronger together. He said that there is uh, there's a code in stronger together. It was a message to the people who knew, OK, that we are stronger together, that we need to stay together, not snitch on each other um, and and form a bond because it was it was something that was going to happen. Something was going to go down. That's Lord. that was his take on, on that. Let me can I, can I speak on that real quick then, because I've been I've been talking about this with the audience lately, you know about the fact that we were not evil enough for Hillary Clinton yet, you know we didn't we we were not ready for Hillary Clinton. We still had some people that wanted to be good. We were not with her yet. We didn't have uh, people openly calling for abortions. Uh, we didn't have transgender people saying that heterosexual people are are the problem. Uh, we didn't have we weren't ready for Satanists to publicly declaring that they want religious freedom. We weren't evil enough for her yet. You see what had to happen is they had to re intentionally restrain this so that the evil could get to this radical point. I feel like we were not 
evil back in 2016 enough for Hillary Clinton and everything that we are seeing and what will lead up to the 2020 elections is in preparation to create the conditions to make us just wicked enough to be with her. We will be, Absolutely. Will be stronger together. Absolutely. And the thing of that is, is when you're looking around at the people that they placed in office since Hillary uh, was you know, defeated in 16, um, we have I mean, prime example, AOC, you know, um, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, don't give me uh, Alex, Alex, I call her Alexandria Occasional Cortex because every once in a while she gets a a, 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 a rational thought, but then it's, it's quickly you know defeated by some other nonsense that she's speaking of. But so I mean, we have people put in place for a reason, and we know for a fact that AOC is a uh, an actress. Her brother yes. sent in the, you know, they did, a, they did a casting call for that position and her brother sent in her, um, her tape and she was picked out of, I don't know how many, you know, uh, people that were, you know, tried out for the position, but she was picked for it. So, I mean, she's not even a real politician. She's not even a real elected official. She was, and this gives credence to what we've always said. They're not elected, they're selected. Uh, you, you know, for, for audiences who want to know, um, I will add the link in the description bar below because I have a video saved on our Instagram TV profile that it's the one that shows because they publicly admitted mm -hmm. that they used a algorithm mm -hmm. to select Alexandria uh, Ocasio-Cortez. Like she fits a specific profile that these people ran to select mm -hmm. this member of Congress. Uh, and it's so funny hearing you talk about her uh, and that specific video, you get to meet her brains, Psycat Chakra Body. Um, in some of my research that I'm doing right now in the Communist Revolution, the shirt that he's wearing in that actual video, it, it's of a, a Nazi supporter and an internet and an, an Imperial Japan supporter from from World War II. So the brains of AOC is a hardcore Nazi, like a hardcore communist supporter. And he, he came out recently, uh, I think talking with the Washington Post or another mainstream outlet talking about how the green new deal wasn't intentionally designed for climate change. It was, it was meant for a, how can you change the entire economy type of thing? I'll put that link in the description bar below because essentially what we're talking about with these people, and I didn't mean to go on this, this ramp, uh, but this is, this all ties into them creating the perfect conditions to install somebody like Hillary. They, they have to create a, a cast or a certain system the Green New Deal, the Green Agenda, Agenda 21, the United Nations Agenda, they have to import all this communist beliefs so that they can bring us down. Like it's a, it, it would be a whole separate transmission getting into them creating puppets like Ilhan Omar, uh, Rashida Tlaib, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and all of them. I keep talking about how these are the new globalists. Uh, George, we're, we're familiar with George Soros. They're trying to eke out as much evil as they can from Hillary Clinton. Uh, Zbigniew Zabrinsky's dead. Uh, uh, Jacob Rothschild's dead. David Rockefeller's dead. These are the new globalists that we're going to be familiar with. You see, mm -hmm. so just get ready. They're going to be here for a while. They told you today, as we recorded this, at, responding to Trump, we're not going anywhere. So this is this is again what I mean by that level of arrogance and evil that that's being pushed. They had, like you said, they have to install their people so that they can create their empire.
but I, I didn't, I didn't mean to go on that little diatribe. No, you're absolutely, <laughs> no, well, absolutely correct. And we saw what was in store for us uh, shortly after they were elected, when they walked into, um, you know, the Capitol um, acting like they owned the place, basically telling the old schoolers who, I mean, come on, left, right. There, there's no, um, there's no, yeah, there's party no system. It's all one party, but but I mean, they let the the old timers, they let the older, uh, you know, people that were, you know, our elected officials that your time is up, move over. Uh, we're here and we're not going anywhere. And so this is something that we saw straight out of the gate. I mean, they make then they make no no bones about it. Well, what's funny is I'm pretty sure like the last time that we had talked, we got into uh, AOC and how we, she was basically created to radicalize uh radicalize my generation i think that's that's becoming increasingly apparent she was created to get my generation the people that can't have these types of thoughts to just to to become the yes men and the yes women of tomorrow that's needed absolutely and here's the thing is there has to be people like us to continue to do that what we're doing aj because they are there is an attack right now against free thinking. The free thinkers are, are being targeted. They want to do away with them. And that is up to us to make sure that people still continue to, to be free, free thinkers, think outside the box and see the things that, are, that they are for what they are. You know, this Jeffrey Epstein thing, it is straight out of, um, I, I want to say, a, a Hollywood script because yes. it is so carefully manipulated and so carefully manufactured that um, that's why I say that it's it's not him that's being exposed. It's the operation. I don't know. Uh, I think this is a good way for us to pivot back into getting uh, into the Epstein stuff. Did you see uh, they locked up R. Kelly, but they let Kevin Spacey go? Right. Because Kevin right. Spacey appealed to and, the queen. Right. And another another thing is, you know, you if you look at Spacey uh, and you look at Lolita's records, who's yep. who's on the records? Who yep. who was there? And I think that it goes with what I my my theory of things of you know the hierarchy. Oh, so. do it, do it, deliver the blow. Tell us about the hierarchy. Deliver tell the us, blow. Tell us about why okay. we are seeing Epstein back in the news today. Okay, well, I have a theory about Epstein, um, and I've this has come from hours and hours and hours of researching this guy in the background. Um, and I said that it goes back to the 1980s, and I, I'm going further, but I, I got stopped at the 1980s for a purpose because, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tie all of it in eventually with the 1980s Hollywood. Um, What's his name? Corey Feldman from last year. Yeah, he's now gone into, I don't know if he's in hiding, if he's fallen back into addiction. Um, I don't know. I have reached out to him. I'm hoping that um, he will respond to me. But this goes back um, to um, Elfie's Soda Pop Club from the 1980s. And this goes to Steven, Steven Spielberg and the death of, of Heather Rourke. This, I mean, this, this goes so deep and so, so, many, so many different factions of one, one truth. So I sat back and I was like, let me look at everybody that, that, ha- that we have information on associated with, with Epstein. So I looked at it. And then I looked at his, his properties. 
And I looked at their locations and I looked and I, I tried to think like them. And I ran across one article that I had my aha moment on. And that was an article that was about Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. Hmm. And so, um, yeah, so I've come to this conclusion. Now, there are different levels to the pedophilia operation. Epstein is just the front man. Okay. Level one. Epstein's New York City residence. This is where the novice are invited. Epstein introduces his guests to what he can do for them. Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk were both reported that Epstein, when, he, when they went to his residence, New York City residence, Epstein discussed how he could procure young girls for them if they wanted. Both of them declined never to be invited back. So the first level is just the introduction. The um, I'm going to throw this little t- little little morsel to you and see if you bite. If you don't, if you don't bite, we don't really want anything to do with you because yeah, you know what? We can't yeah, we can't do anything for you. But if you bite now, you move to level two. Now you got to remember, Epstein is a is a multi level marketer. He's a Ponzi scheme marketer. Okay. And we saw this in this whole operation with the young girls, okay? When the young girls got in, what did they have to do? They had to bring other people into it. That's Ponzi. That's, that's how uh, mar- uh, multi-level marketing works, okay? So it goes to sh- to only goes to, uh, to assume that he does the same thing in his business, okay? So level one is the Epstein New York City residence. Now, if you bite and you're like interested in what he can offer, then you move to level two, which is Epstein's Florida residence. Now, in that Florida residence, um, if you should show interest in what's offered in New York City, you're invited there. Now, Epstein gives you a little taste of what he has to offer. There was reports that, yes, there was young girls there. Yes, there was swimming by the pool, but there wasn't really a lot and not a lot went on. Maybe a little massage, maybe a little, eh, you know, you know, but um, of course, if you're, if you're Dersh, um, yeah, Alan Dershowitz, you, you keep your underwear on. Just want to put that out there. So if you enjoy level two and you, uh, but it, but it's just not good enough for you. you. You want a little bit more. What else you got? Then you move to level three, which is a little St. James Island in the Virgin, in the Virgin Islands. Now, if you enjoyed Florida and want more, that's where he takes you. All the underage girls you want. We know this is a truth. This is truth that he's constantly flying young girls in there and a variety of them by the people in uh, around the area of the airport. It's their words exactly. You know, they saw this. Um, this is what it was reported. Um, just a, a nonstop girls. Okay. Young, young girls. So now if you enjoy level three, um, and I believe level three is kind of where most people stop or that's where they stay for a while because it takes you a little while, um, psychologically to get desensitized to what's happening because of they, he's always changing the girls out. There's always something new and it's always something more, you know, stimulating, but eventually, um, you know, you can get desensitized to that, to the where, yeah, this isn't doing it for me anymore. What else do you got Epstein? Well, then he'll move you to level four. And this is the top level. 
And that's when he takes you to his New Mexico residence. We don't hear about too many people that have gone and have been invited there. And that's because this is where the only the hardcore come to be pleasured. Now, if you look at the map, the map and you look at um, the entire uh, landscape of the area where it's located, it's pretty much the same as little St. James Island. It's, it's contained. It is a, a property surrounded by nothing. If a person were to escape from there, chances are they would probably die. You're from that area, EJ. What is that area? What would be the chances of a young girl, probably already malnourished, not being taken care of very well, um, you know, hydration area or physically, um, what would her chances be of, of getting away from his New Mexico residence and making it, if she even could, say into Moriarty or Albuquerque? You know, I was I was looking at the photos of the actual ranch, and I was looking at how I was looking at the layout of it. Not very far. Uh, right. She would not go very far. We right. Have and coyotes. We got let wolves, me ask, we got so you've got lions. so you've got the pictures up. So let me ask you a question. Living in that area, and and I from Arizona here, you don't buy a house or build a house without something. What is missing from that residence? I would say a drive port. A pool. Pool? A pool. Hmm. Well, we are out here in the desert. That would be nice. <laughs> but I guess my mind goes to okay, underground. Okay, but what I'm saying, they, people don't go there. They, people aren't going there to drink Mai Tais and, and, and barbecue on the grill, okay? Correct. This is where they go for level four. This is where they go to be hardcore pleasures. Once you are desensitized to what is experienced on the island and you want another level of perversion, this is where you go. This is where the ultimate experiences happen. This is where the adrenochrome and the human sacrificial rituals happen. You know, I wish. Look at where it's located. Oh, I, just, I just want to interject real quick. We know, you know for a fact there's tunnels. There's tunnels. Oh, no. I, it's just. It's and they just have an crazy. endless supply of children and young women. Yeah, and they have an endless supply of children and young women coming over the borders. We know for a fact that most of those children that are brought over the border are not DNA um, uh, relatives of the people that bring them over. That's because those children and young women are being brought across the border by non-relatives to sell. It's all true. I'll be driving around here and I will see buses that have uh, end human trafficking on them. And, and that and we were talking earlier before the show about how much of an epidemic uh, human trafficking is, the efforts that are the, the efforts of people to stop it down there at the border here in New Mexico and in Arizona, you know, it really is an issue. Uh, and I don't think people understand the mindset of human traffickers, of predators, and also at the same time where New Mexico is located. That's why this is like a, a hidden, a hidden, it's a secret. A lot of, there's a lot of occult stuff yeah. going on here in New Mexico period. And a lot of people, you know, we, we always have to just say, shush, don't tell anybody about what's going on here. We have a good thing because whoever is running stuff here in America <laughs> is using New Mexico as like a fulcrum point during my, during my research into uh, the immigration invasion, the mass migration, I came upon uh, the indivisible like, you know, the domestic terrorists like Antifa, Black Lives Matter, Indivisible, I came upon Indivisible working 
here in uh here in here in Albuquerque as well as in uh, Rio Rancho who were helping take place in the transportation and the re resettlement process for the migrants that they were bringing in. And so because people don't even know New Mexico is a part of the country, they're using this state to ship people to California, to Colorado, to Ohio, to San Francisco, uh, and to New York, and to all other parts of the country. Because this is whatever, they have some spell over this place. And I say that using that specific term because I could chat your ear off about how many people are doing just their own form of magic out here. So hearing you say all this, Absolutely. it's it's a little jarring, but it's very true. And that's why we're here today. Yeah. And, you know, um, not, not just to go into another, because we could do another uh, whole broadcast on this whole other topic, but uh, not let's look at where where this ranch is located let's look at where this is centralized where these people are coming in where this is all um located um dulles air dulles air force base the underground dumb there the deep underground military base that is in new mexico uh and if you don't know where i'm going with that go look up phil schneider and look at his experience um at dulles and you will know exactly what I'm talking about as far as, you know, because somebody said to me, oh, there's, but there's 500,000 children that go missing every year. They're not doing, uh, they're not doing um, uh, organ uh, harvesting from, from all those children. No, you're right. They're not. So where are the rest of them going? Dulles. Ugh. Or the other deep underground military bases. Or they're going to Russia to be SRA. They're going to Russia to be to be um, used, their DNA is being used uh, for, uh, for cloning, for, you know, other nefarious, uh, you know, uh, agendas. It's all connected, every single bit of it. Yeah, you, it's just, it's, it, it's, it's crazy, you know, because I know, because I know all these things. And I guess just hearing, hearing you explain it too, it's just mind blowing because you don't want to, you don't want to think about the epidemic that is like, human trafficking and child sex trafficking but once you start putting the pieces together like Lori mm -hmm. I could tell you about so many people I know here locally and that I've just you know I'll, I'll be at like Applebee's and I'll talk to somebody who's 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 a who's who's a part of CPS and they themselves are saying we are taking children at an alarming rate for no reason and we and we don't have places to put them and so in my mind I'm yeah. thinking what's going on with this system to where they're looking for reasons to take your kids and then they lose your kids in the system. Like this is, this is, well, I can truthfully so tell you, okay, it is okay. Now, um, let me, let me tell you something not not to talk too much about it because, um, I'll be honest with you, EJ, the topic, um, that, I'm working on it. It's another one. And I've been working on it for a number of years. I've actually been sitting on the story since 1997, I believe it was 96, 97. And uh, what's going on is child protective agents, child protective services, CPS, um, they are, and I, this is, I'm speaking from Arizona because that's what I have the knowledge of, but it's all over the place. CPS is, um, what do I say? The seven of um, 
child trafficking. Yeah. There are people out there on the dark web right now and have been, this is, this, this, none of this is new. This has always happened. Okay. But there are people out there on the dark web who are paying for um, agencies. And I, I can't put the name of the agency out there right now. Like I said, I, I will release the story, but not quite yet. But there's an agency out there. There's a company out there that will create or make a snuff film to your, to, to your order. Wow. So you have the money and you say, I want a blonde haired, blue eyed little girl between the ages of two and three. This is what they have. This is what they look like. This is what they have to have. And CPS will search out that child and they will, uh, they will get that child for you. Once that happens, then, well, we, we know the rest, but CPS is an intricate part. And you look at the number of kids that go missing every year or get lost in the system. I personally have a friend who, um, she was a single mom who, who had a baby, um, little baby boy, and she got sepsis after she delivered about less than a week. I think it was. She had nobody. There was nobody to take care of that baby. She, they wanted to admit her to the hospital. She even took the baby to the emergency room with her to go get treated. They wanted to keep her, but she had nobody to give the baby to. She was going to die if they did not put her in that hospital at that moment and treat her. So they said, you can bring the baby with you, okay? So they admitted the baby also with her. Two days later, she was sedated, woke up. Her baby's gone. Nobody knows where it is. Somebody said CPS came and took it. There is no paper trail on this baby. She cannot find this child. She's been looking now for 12 years. Good Lord. And so and this is just the tip of the iceberg when this is the stuff. None of this stuff is going to come out unless people like us put it out there. None of it will. It's, you know, I just... I, I guess I just got this, I just got this image, you know, of this, this mother, she just had like a newborn baby, you know, she, she's all, she's all yeah. drugged up. She's got this, you know, she's, she's, she's just seeing her newborn baby. The doctors though, they think this mom, you know, that she's an unfit parent. They dose up the mom even more. They take that baby away from that, from that mother. And I think, I know that just sounds like, it sounds crazy. It sounds ridiculous, but I, but is it though? How many situations like that happen to where they just medically yeah. kidnap or take a child away from a parent to where they don't even notify the parent, to where the parent can't even like find proper documentation of their right. child? Yeah, there, like, there's no documentation that, that, that this child was taken. That's just it. I've, I've researched this since 1990. I don't even remember now. Uh, actually, you know what? No, it's been over. Wait a minute. I met her in 2000 and. Oh, Lord. 2007, I met her. Okay, so I met her in 2007, and I think this happened in, like, 2000, 2001. So it's been over 12. It's been almost almost 20 years that she's been looking for this child. I'm sorry. I just, I totally lost time. I'm thinking back now. Yeah. And when she, she came to me, because that's, I was doing work as a skip tracer at the time. And she says, I, you know, I, I need you to help me. And I said, of course, you know, and she gave me all the information. 
Um, I went to meet with her and I, you know, took a lot of notes. I know exactly, you know, the hospital she was at. I know exactly who the ER doctor was at the time that admitted her. There was nothing. I went to the hospital. I um, took her. I actually took her to the hospital so she could get me her medical records. I wanted to see her um, admission papers. There was nothing on those admission papers saying anything about a baby. It was almost like this woman had no baby. But yet I saw the discharge papers from the birth. I, I don't, I, I don't even, I legit don't even know what to say. So we're, we're essentially talking about how for the past 20 years, CPS, CYFD, foster care, they, they've been involved in essentially organized human trafficking. And whenever we're talking about all the illegal human trafficking that's going on, we're shining a light and how it's it's just intermingled how both of them are just this 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 weird synergy of 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 wickedness exactly exactly when you said about you know how the world isn't ready for the likes of of Hillary um i have to take a step back and say good lord how deep does the evil have to go before we're ready for her well you know let's I mean, to to steer back into, you know, talking about Jeffrey Epstein, Lolita Express, the Pedogate, all of it, you know, just before, just before this whole thing with, uh, with Epstein exploded, we heard about the Nixon sex cult, where, where in court documents they talked yes. about having sex slaves, uh, or running human trafficking, having satanic rituals, branding people, and so that that. That all got washed underneath it because what we're dealing with with Epstein is like a hundred times more intense. The idea of Satanism and human trafficking and branding, they, they considered that low key compared to what we're dealing with with mm -hmm. Epstein. I just find that crazy. Like, and you know what? Evil... There's, there's a tie. There's a tie to Nexium also. Well, I, I believe there's a tie to Nexium. Um, there's a tie to the, the Virgin Islands and Nexium. Uh, Richard Branson owns Necker Island. Necker Island is in the Caribbean. Um, it's, it's in the uh, British Virgin Islands as opposed to uh, Epstein's Islands in the, is in the U.S. Virgin Islands. But uh, Richard Branson, owner of uh, Virgin, he owns an island called Necker, N-E-C-K-E-R. Necker Island is less than 40 miles from uh, Little, um, Little St. James. Nexium, in I believe it was 2010 uh, I'm trying to find my notes here but I believe it was 2010 2011 or 2010 2012 had um, they they rented the island for a gathering and um, the top people um, from Nexium were on the island now you want to get deep on we can talk island. about how uh, well, no, it was on Necker Island. Okay. But Necker Island is, I mean, literally, it's uh, you know a hop, skip, and a jump away from um, from Epstein's Island. And um, so Nexium is on Necker Island, like I said, forty miles from from uh, Little St. James. And um, some of the people that were there or some of the people that are tied in with it is the Dalai Lama's a second in command or second in, um, uh, what do I say? A second 
he, he's his underling. He's he is his right hand man. His right hand man, right? And uh, wow. supposedly, this person has been in a relationship for twenty years with um, the the head of the Seagrams. What's her name? Uh, there at Nexium. Uh, I'm trying to find my notes. I can't find my notes. Um, but the, the the Seagrams heiress, the one that founded, one of the founders of of uh, of Nexium, along with Keith Rainier. Now, Keith Rainier um, was not on the island, but everybody else was. And reportedly, um, uh, he was too. Uh, Branson was too. Okay. Wow. Now, um, yeah. Okay. So let me just say, now, the person, the Nexium cult um, co-founder, okay, it was Nancy Salzman. It was 2007, 2010 was when they were there. But it was paid for by Sarah Brofman. She paid for this. And the main purpose was to recruit Branson, okay? Now, Branson's, um, he did a, a, uh, a shout out. He did a, what do I say, uh, wrote something on a website, which was um, a three day uh, seminar in Al- Albany, New York. And it was called uh, the World, this is, you're going to find this funny, the World Ethical Foundation. Keith Rainier and the Dalai Lama founded it. Oh. <laughs> and Yes. So, so Sarah Brofferman had this 20 year relationship with the Dalai Lama's underling. Okay. And then the Dalai Lama and Keith Rainier did this, this whole thing. It was supposed to be, it was in 2009. It was a four day uh, event to teach the world how to be more ethical. And, um, people that was endorsed Richard Brands, Richard Bronson endorsed or Richard Branson endorsed this, this event. Okay, so did Desmond Tutu, just to let you know about that. But um, wow. all the people that were that were involved in Nexium were also, at, like I said, um, the island of Necker Island. Nancy Salzman, Allison Mack, Kristen Krupp, um, uh, Emiliano Salinius, Alec Betancourt. He was there also, and along with, uh, you know, the. Um, the Dalai Lama's uh, underling, which his name is uh, Lama uh, Terzin, I think it, it's um, T R T R Z I N or T R I Z I N, something like that. Um, and he used to be the uh, the U.S. Embassy for the Dalai Lama until he was suspended in 2017 because you're supposed to be celibate. And he, like I said, had a 20 year relationship, um, you know, um, with uh, Sarah Brofferman. Or Brothman. So, I mean, that's that's a whole different separate thing. But um, so, yeah, this is something that's going on in the islands. This isn't just contained to uh, Little St. James. You know, just hearing you list off all those people that are involved, even up to like the Dalai Lama, it just makes me think of how many. I mean, we, we know that they use that they use pedophilia and all this stuff to to blackmail them. Right. As as like an insurance policy. But it's just like, what, to get back to like the hierarchy, what, what does it mean whenever like this type of stuff is coming out? Because there's, there's so much evidence of all these people's involvement. It's just like, are, are, are we going to start seeing arrests? Are we going to start seeing like 
a changing in the system, like this level of just like organized evil of colluding evil is just, it's, 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 a, it's almost like mind blowing. So it's like, what do we just to kind of double back? What do we do with this type of stuff? Whenever it has become so apparent. I mean, we've, we've done shows in the past where we talked about, uh, Alice Bailey, Helena Blavatsky, stuff like externalization of the hierarchy and the inversion of reality. Well, what what are your thoughts about about this? About just having it all out here in the open? The truth of it is, EJ, is that the America the, the human psyche only has an attention span of a gnat. We are only uh we are only aware of and uh, care about something that happens in the right here and the right now. This is why they bombard us with these um, news, with mainstream media, with the news, with different things that happen around the world. It's a new, a new boogeyman every day, a new drama every day. And that's because as, a, as humans, we, can't, we don't have the attention span. As truthers, we just can't keep up. Okay. Yeah. But the truth is that we just don't have the attention span. So um, all of this is coming out. It is, but it's come out to to further desensitize us to this. Okay. Um, I spoke with somebody the other day who I, I started talking to this about, and you know what his response to me was? It was so blase. It was like, he goes, Oh, I knew about that 20 years ago. And that was all he said. He wasn't shocked by it. He wasn't appalled by it. He was like, oh, yeah, I knew about that 20 years ago. Hmm. Okay. And you didn't, what? You know, so, I mean, this is what it's designed to do. It's designed to further put us into a, uh, a, what do I say, it's a, morally deprived society yes um to to mucky up what is right and what is wrong i mean pedophilia i mean pedophilia goes this is nothing new also pedophilia goes back to ancient times i mean it goes back to you know um i mean the the bathhouses of of greece the bathhouses in rome um i mean those weren't little girls that that they had around the pool those were young boys and you know they had a different set of of uh morals back then i mean you if you were a 12 year old young boy pre pre uh pre-adolescence pre pre pre-puberty you were right for the taking you were okay to touch to violate to to have you know to their their main purpose was to pleasure the older men so this isn't something that is um is new but over the years, we've come to know that this is taboo. This is wrong. This is not, not acceptable behavior. Well, the same rules that, that govern our, our, our socialization, we see them uh, change over the years. We saw back in the 60s where it was um, a, a man, a woman, um, and their child living in a nuclear family on TV, the parents didn't even sleep in the same bed. 
that's how it's gotten. Now we see full-blown sex scenes, uh, topless nudity, uh, swearing. I mean, that's how far we've, we've regressed as society through the years. And as we go through these regressions, more perversions become acceptable. We are now at the stage where no child is safe. And to tell you the truth, I don't even want to know what the next stage is because in my opinion, if you touch a child, you are the lowest below. You see, that's the thing about evil. I've, I've, I've been studying, we've been studying this for so long that I just, I understand it. And I keep telling people that evil is evolving. And that's, that's the thing with this evil. When they're doing this type of stuff out, put, putting it out there, they're probing. They're trying to see how much are people willing to put up with. You saying that this guy knew about right. this, this pedophilia 20 years ago, but did he take any of the steps to, 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 to fix any of this, to raise awareness, to try to t- like take back a level of decency? You see, the thing about evil is it enjoys company. It enjoys yes. immolating itself. It's like that. It's like a fire, or like the obor, uh, abor, uh, not the aurora borealis, uh, the ouroboros. It has to eat itself. It has to engage in right. more and more and more decadence and more debauchery, right. to, so it can debase itself even more. This, the the way we try to seek right. after God right. and seek after light and, and and try to make ourselves more more pure to understand His truth. Evil works the exact opposite. It has to intensify. It has to evolve. It has to just get stronger, and it's and it's and it's evil. And that feel like that's what right. we're seeing. And it right doesn't. Now. It, it doesn't do it all at once. It doesn't do it like we don't wake up one morning and 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 have it happen. It happens over a period of time. We are. It's so incrementalized that we don't even realize it. It's the it's the the frog, the toad in the in the in the bowl in the pot of water. Yes. You know they don't. We don't know that they, they're they're turning up the heat on us. And we people like us who still see what is wrong with this world and still are able to decipher the, the bad from the good, because I mean, we're, we're going to be a, a diminishing uh, um, branch of, of society. We are, the people like us are, are going to be um, completely eradicated in a few years because, um, you know, I'm not seeing really too many uh, people coming in to take our place per se. I mean, there's, there's none that are, are, um, that aren't tainted by this whole, um, backwards way of thinking in some way. All right. So, you know, we have to get out as much information on this as we can while we still can, while, um, while the evil is still, uh, at bay, because right now, I mean, we keep it at bay, but I mean, who knows? I mean, down the line, who knows what what could possibly seep in to to cause us to lose sight of this and to to stop this altogether, or say, you know what, this is this is fine. I I see where we're coming from. I see, you know, there's really nothing wrong with it. You know, kids are different than they were back when we were ki- we were young. You know, kids are they they just we raise them different. They think different. I mean, come on, we're evolving as a species. You know, that's what evolution does, EJ. Isn't that what it does? We evolve and we we accept and we overcome situations and we adapt. I mean, that's all this is, right? Well, let me. To, it's to, thinking like that that's 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 gonna that's gonna do us in. Let me to try to end things on a positive note. I've been telling people. Uh, I've been telling people because evil is evolving. Righteousness must rise to meet it. We've been lured, we've been lulled into this state of false security, false privacy, false freedom, 
and false reality. All of this isn't real because we've, we've, we've been induced into the state, but because we're gradually having this, this awakening process. And I'm telling you, Lori, because you, you already know there's not enough of us out there. There's not enough of us yeah. doing this type of yeah. work. And the ones that are, they get censored and then they stop. There's not enough of us that are willing to, right. to, to keep fighting. And in this fight, F- this to fight a, through it. And this is something I'm learning. I'm saying this to, to you, it's the audience, to myself and to everybody else from now and for the future. You're going to develop new muscles, new skills, new, new abilities, new neurons, new systems, new methodologies, and new modalities of thinking to deal with this ever-increasing threat because it's not going to slow down. We keep wishing and hoping it'll stop. It's not. It's going to intensify. And that's why we have to rise up to meet it because mm-hmm. there's not enough people out there putting it in its place. That's why it thinks it can get away with it. Antifa carrying all this stuff out the same way all these Satanists are asking for religious freedom is because there's enough of them. Elon Musk rolling out the, the neural link is because he thinks that this is the time to shine. This is their time and they're stepping up to take it because not enough of us are willing to fight for something good. We're not willing to, per- to face that persecution to say, oh, look at, look at this guy that wants to have a family. Look at this lady that wants to believe in something that's not given to her by the government. Look at this family that's building something that wasn't given to them uh, by the feds. You see, that's not the mentality that's being promoted these days. Obedience and slavery is what's being pushed. And that's why people like us, Lori, we, we have to keep fighting. Like it, it, it sounds crazy, yep. but you're right. You know, I was, I was at the gym earlier today. Uh, I got invited to go to church because I was having this conversation uh, this guy named Greg, and he tells me, you know, God keeps his remnant, EJ. Don't worry. As as dark as it's going to get, God keeps his remnant, and mm-hmm. we've just got to keep fighting. And that's that's where we are in 2019. People act like this isn't real, but that's why we have to keep fighting to show them that that it is real and that a positive future is available. We just have to build it. It's not going to come easy. <laughs> it is nothing Nothing easy is worth having in the first place. If we want that better tomorrow, we got to start fighting yesterday. Exactly. And, you know, that's something that people always ask me. They're like, you're putting this information out there, but what, what can we do? I mean, you don't give any, any options. You don't give any solutions. Well, the solution is just to keep doing what you're doing, to keep speaking the truth. If one person takes away something from this, from this broadcast, okay, spread that, what you, what you've taken from it, spread that on to another person. And then that person spreads it on to another person. You know, I, I don't care if I only reach one person when I do this. It's that one person that I could possibly make a difference in their life. Oh, you're, you're reaching much more than one person, Lori. Let me tell you, by helping oh, me <laughs> and getting me on here, you're helping more than one person. You're doing more work than you believe. Real quick, just to, just to, to get yeah. in like a summarized version. Fire through the hierarchy so people understand the importance of your insight. Like, I really do feel like you nailed it on the head. Okay. Well, there is a hierarchy, like I said. And um, Jeffrey Epstein is a master at the Ponzi scheme at the multi-level marketing for um, for his business, um, his business uh, profile. Um, and this whole... Uh, pedophilia operation runs the same way. And so first off, um, you have your, your bottom level, which is your level one. And this, this is where the novices, uh, come in. 
So the novice are invited to Epstein's New York residence, and Epstein introduces these people to what he can do for them. Um, again, I say this because of two people. It was an article I read. It was between Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. They were both reported that they were invited to the New York City residence. Epstein discussed how he could procure young girls for them if they wanted. Both declined. Neither were invited back. Okay. Then it goes um, to level two, which is Epstein's Florida residence. Now, if you show an interest in what was offered to you in New York City, you're invited to the Florida residence. And this is where Epstein gives you a little bit of t- a little taste of what he has to offer. Okay. Um, and we know that there's young girls there, but there's really not a lot of, of reports of a lot happening there. So say uh, you're at level two now and you, um, you enjoyed what happened in Florida and you, did, you, want, to, you want more. Then you're invited to Little St. James Island. This is where all the underage girls are that you want. We know this is correct because we have the reports of people at the airport saying these just a, a, an a, a endless number of young girls coming into the island, getting off the plane and, and heading out um, to Little St. James. Now, um, with level three, that's probably where most of the people stop um, or they're there for a, a period of time because it takes a while for the body and the mind to get desensitized to what is there. Um, because there is an endless supply of different girls, the stimulus is always changing, but there will come a time that the person will get desensitized and they'll ask, you know, is there something more? Can we, what else, what else can we do? This is just, isn't doing it for me anymore. Well, then we have level four, which is the New Mexico residence. And we don't hear too many people being invited there. And that's because this is where only the hardcore come to be pleasured. Once you get desensitized to what is experienced on the island and you want another level of perversion, this is where you would go. This is where the ultimate experiences happen. This is where the adrenochrome, the human sacrificial rituals happen. This is where the cannibalism takes place. It's because the ranch is so, it's where it's located. It's in the middle of a desert and access to the human trafficking pipeline to Mexico is right there. So that makes it an endless supply of children and young women who are being brought across the border by non-relatives, non-DNA related relatives to be sold. So whatever level of, of perversion you're looking for, Epstein is just the, the, uh, the front man. He's just, um, you know, the, uh, I want to say the, the poster, the poster child. Um, you know, it's so much deeper and it goes so many more levels of, of sickness and, um, perversion, but you got to look at the, the person it's this whole thing with, with Epstein's arrest. It's not about him. People need to not even to, at this point, I, I want to see him prosecuted, but I, I know he's probably not going to be right. And that's not, that really doesn't concern me at all. But what concerns me is what's being exposed by his arrest. And that's what matters. It's not him that's being exposed right now. It's the operation. I'd say that's fantastic breakdown. And that's, that's, that is the level of insight, research, and dedication you will get from Lori Alexander. Lori. Fantastic job, really fantastic job. I, I miss you. I Thank wish you for having me, AJ. Oh, I miss you too. 
See, this is, these and are- when I get back out to Arizona, we are going to have to collaborate and, and get down. And, and I actually, I want to get down to the border and I want to see what, what's, what it's like down there. I want to talk to some of the people, um, you know, I want to talk to, uh, and get to, you know, a better understanding of this whole way of the trafficking is working. Yeah, me too. There's a, so. when you, I can, we'll talk off air, but some of the contacts I have, you know, they talk about, I remember asking them, you know, what, what are the conditions of the people whenever you're seeing them, uh, the ones that come off from the buses versus the ones that come off from the planes, the ones that come off from the planes, they seem a little bit more optimistic uh, because they have papers, they're familiar with the process and they're excited. The ones that come right. off from the bus, they're a little bit more apprehensive and they're cautious, uh, but that's a whole different discussion uh, in itself. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely have yeah, to have exactly. a uh, But Lori, Definitely. Where Thank you for having me, AJ. As always, it was a pleasure. Oh yeah. Well, no. you can find me over at the Underground Resistance. You can find me over at the Underground Resistance Network. Who on our, on August first, we are changing our name. We're going to be known as Global Watchman News. Um, and I'm over on uh, Facebook. Um, we're we're starting the process. Um, and uh, over on YouTube, um, looking for um, a few people um, to fill some positions. I'm looking for uh, researchers. Um, I'm trying to, to put together a network. I'm trying to put together some place that, that uh, people who not only have information they don't know how to get out there, have research that they don't know how to get out there. Um, I want them to be able to come to a place and, and get that information that they have out there. I'm going to be filling spots, um, our, our spots for people who, um, you know, can come on and, and they can do their videos and have, have it be broadcast, um, write articles to put on a website for them. Um, so yeah, I'm building the network. So it's right now, it's still the underground resistance network. We're both on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. But as of August 1st, we'll be known as, uh, the, uh, global watchman news. I'm excited for that. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll definitely have to definitely have to get my foot wet in that. Have to try to connect you with. Uh, oh, our, yes. Our, our producer, Cindy Ashby for on the wake up radio, because this is it. Look at us. We're growing up. We're maturing and we're expanding. I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> closing thoughts. What do you want to leave the audience with? I just want to leave the audience with the fact that um, keep your eye. I never used to agree with the uh, if you see something, say something, because, you know, it's kind of like you're 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 saying something to a deaf ear. But you know what? Pay attention to your surroundings. Keep an eye on watch. It may be just a glance at, a, at an innocent child's eyes that may tell you there's something wrong. Go with your gut. Be the voice of the people of, of these innocents that don't have a voice. They there are children there are 500,000 children that go missing every year who we have an opportunity to be that voice to just one of those children. And, you know, don't, don't think that this isn't happening. Don't think it's not happening in your neck of the woods. Oh, I live in a little town. There's land, you know, 50,000 people here. Baloney. It's happening. Some sort of, 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 of human, uh, I want to say perversion, uh, human trafficking, it's, it's happening, whether it's happening through the internet, whether it's happening through, uh, you know, the TV, whether it's happening, you know, through the underground uh, tunnels, through the, the highway system, it's happening. Just pay attention. And, um, you know, like I said, if, if one person takes something from this, pass that on to one person and that person passes it on. Lori passed this on to me, gang. 
And now we're all here trying to help as many more people as we can along the way. <laughs> That's what it's about. We're all here to help one another get along through this because it's not going to get easy, but it will if we all work together. Lori, I want to say thank you for coming on. It's always a pleasure. I can't wait to have you back on to talk about so much more. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, EJ. It was a pleasure to be here. I will be sure to put all of Lori's information in the description bar below so you guys can go check it out. Go follow her on Facebook. Give her a subscribe on YouTube. Follow her on Instagram as well. And really understand that all the work we're doing, it's to raise awareness about these issues and more. Like this all comes from a place of compassion. We, 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 we can't speak with such conviction about so many different topics if it doesn't come from a well-researched point of view. And, it's, and, and like Lori said, there's very few of us who are doing this type of work. So make sure you follow the good ones. I'll put all that information in the description bar below. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant out there. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, and Lori Alexander of the Underground Resistance Network. Out. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.